Good morning and welcome to Lakers Lowdown. I'm Anthony Irwin. Uh, today's show, we have quite a few things lined up. So Anthony Davis had some thoughts on going small that I am going to have thoughts on. Uh, we had even further thoughts on that on today's Lakers Lounge, very first episode of that. So you guys want to check that out uh, on this very same feed. So if you guys are listening to this, just scroll down like, I don't know, to a third of an inch. And, and you'll find that episode. Uh, you also have LeBron James talking about his eye and the response to that, which I found interesting. The Lakers also were not nominated for any of the individual awards, which, you know, on one hand isn't all that shocking, but also is, is kind of interesting seeing as I believe they're still favorites to win the championship. So a ton to get to. Let's go ahead and start, though, with Anthony Davis, uh, and he says that the Lakers know that sometimes they'll have to go small to win. And I kind of wonder, like another version of that is sometimes the Lakers have to go big to lose. <laughs> it doesn't actually work like that, but I'm going to say it does. So I, I found myself kind of pulling my hair out at it. And, and look, I, I think the days of hoping for Anthony Davis just kind of accepting the position that he plays are over. That's just not going to happen. Like, if it isn't going to happen now while he has four years on his contract, remember last year the reason everybody said he wasn't going to play center was, well, he's the Lakers are trying to convince him to stick around and, and all those things. And now they have convinced him to stick around, and, and, and guess what? So he's not going to start at center. That's that's not going to happen. But it doesn't mean we can't be frustrated about it. Like, I think that's the part, that's where I'm kind of standing at right now. I've acknowledged the reality of the situation, but that doesn't mean we can't sit here and say, well, well, that kind of sucks. Like, imagine if Kareem was like, you know what? I'm skilled enough. I want to play power forward. Like, <laughs> Magic says, I don't want to, in the, in the game, that uh, Magic had to jump center and do all those things. Nah, I think I'm just going to stay a point. I'm the greatest point guard of all time. I'm just going to stick at the one, and, and we'll see how things go. We'll, we'll see how things go. Obviously, different circumstances and all that. But it's just, it's really frustrating to see somebody who's, we saw this with Dwight Howard. The, the, the skill set is such that they could be, one of the greatest centers of all time, and yet they don't want to do the things that make them the most valuable. In 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 both their cases, it doesn't seem they're interested in uh, setting pick and rolls and then rolling hard to the basket at this stage of of Anthony Davis's career. And then we saw it a little earlier with with Dwight Howard. And in Davis's case, just not playing center, given the advantages that that presents the Lakers everywhere on the court, is just it's a bummer, but that's, that's just kind of where we're at. And it's going to be interesting to see against a Phoenix team that does have a point guard and Chris Paul who carves up uh drop bigs like, like Drummond is going to play. And even Marcus all is going to play. Uh, so uh, that is going to be something that if it gets out of hand, it's going to be fascinating to watch how quickly the Lakers go away from that. Or if they just kind of maintain the way that they've uh, approached this season and said, yeah, I mean, we just need five minutes or so to win games, and <laughs> we'll see how those games go. This is me reaction, re reacting, basically, to 
the reaction to a story. So those that's not always the most interesting thing. But it is fascinating to watch LeBron James talk about his eye. And after the game, he said he was shooting on the middle rim between the three of them. I actually played basketball one time, though it wasn't because somebody got poked in the eye. It was because somebody smoked an inordinate amount of weed that they (laughs) were seeing three rims. We just told that guy to sit down. But so LeBron obviously is showing the effects after the game. His eye was all red. There were plenty of images to find that showed Draymond Green uh, poking him in the eye. Anybody who has been poked in the eye will tell you it really, really hurts. It really sucks. And it was also funny to see people say like, oh, well, he's so big. His size affects his eye? (laughs) What are we doing here? And so I know LeBron James is this lightning rod for bad takes and, and all of that. But it was fa- it was funny to see because there was also the Dave McMenamin piece today on how Anthony Davis and LeBron James reacted to Jordan Poole and Juan Toscano Anderson uh, kind of bumping them a little bit and poking the bear. And it's funny how when that story comes out about Anthony Davis and LeBron James, the reaction to that is, oh, come on, what what they're just not supposed to get talked to ever. But then Michael Jordan turned George Carl not talking to him into fuel and over the the pandemic we were we just fawned at it oh my god Michael is so cool look at the drive and it's just again I'm not telling anybody that that there is a right or wrong reaction to all of these things I just find it interesting the 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 selectiveness that we utilize when it comes to very similar stories basically identical stories uh, so that's just that was something that I found interesting and is probably not going anywhere. The, the reaction to LeBron reacting to anybody uh, in, in, in the first case, it's an eye that he got poked in that would literally really hurt. And then the second one is him reacting in a very human way to something that we champ, we, we we hoist up former athletes for their ability to do the same thing. And I just hope at some point, instead of the cynicism and, and the immediate, oh, come on, reaction to it, we just kind of say, huh, that's cool. That was still a really fun game. Speaking of t- people and voters or whatever reacting to teams, the Los Angeles Lakers were completely kept out of all individual awards. Uh, the, my, funny, my, my, my favorite or the funniest award nominees we're for the sixth man of the year. The Utah Jazz have two players, which means inherently one of those guys is the seventh man of the year. <laughs> anyway, uh, the Lakers, it, it kind of it goes without saying that the Lakers, two best players who would normally be nominated for these things, they missed half the season, so they aren't going to be nominated. And the other guys who were left aren't of that kind of stature, so they they aren't typically the kinds of players who get nominated. If there were Lakers who you could make a small case for, Kuz for most improved player is an interesting one, but if you compare his improvements to Julius Randle's, it's kind of tough to make that case. Uh, the other one is, is any <laughs> Laker for 
defensive player of the year. But there again, that that type of award usually goes to somebody who has more of a reputation and none of the Lakers currently have that reputation. You could maybe make a case, maybe had the Lakers won five or six more games, maybe Frank Vogel gets into the conversation for coach of the year. But I, I the other coaches that are involved uh, were, were all a lot more deserving. So it's not so much that I think the Lakers have gripes or, or, or anything like that. What I find interesting is that the Lakers get shut out like that and might get shut out on the all NBA and all defense teams as well and might go out and win a championship. And I don't know if in recent history an NBA champion team had no players get individual awards or or had nobody on all NBA teams. So that's going to be something to watch moving forward, especially if the Lakers mess around and win a championship. All right, I like to send you guys off at the end of these shows with a few things to look for throughout uh, the Silver Screen and Roll, whether it's the podcast feed or things that people wrote. One of the things that I'm really going, I'm, I'm really looking forward to, it hasn't launched yet. I'm reading it right now as, as we kind of ed- put the last edits on it. Ali Bepunia, uh, he wrote an article. I know we've all wondered it. Why is it the Lakers go out and get somebody who shot well somewhere else and then they show up to Staples Center and they forget how to shoot? He actually documented that. Like he actually went down, <laughs> did a ton of research, and put together this great article looking at that, not only at the Lakers, but there are some opponents that, that shoot well or shoot poorly at Staples Center too. And it's gonna <laughs> maybe maybe there's just a different depth perception. Uh, there's a door that is just permanently open that has a breeze going towards the wind or d- towards the rims. Whatever it is, you guys are going to want to keep an eye out for that. That's really good. If you guys enjoy the combination of Harrison Fagan and myself on podcasts, like I said earlier, we have a brand new podcast that's going to launch or it's launching today and it will air every Friday. Uh, it's the Lakers Lounge. It's a lighter show. We send you off into the weekend and 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 we do a lot of laughing. So that is going to be a wrap on all the new things. So to to recap, we have this, which is every weekday morning. We have my show, the Anthony Irwin Show, which is on Mondays. Then we have the Lakers Lounge, which is on Fridays. And then on top of that, you have all of the great shows that were on the feed before, whether it is Can You Dig It, The 30, uh, the Taco Tuesday, which is my favorite name on the, the feed, a ton of great stuff here at this feed. We're going to have some live content coming for some of these playoff games and in reaction to these playoff games. So stick around, subscribe to uh, to, to this feed, follow us uh, on Twitter at LakersSBN. You can follow me on Twitter at Anthony Irwin LA. Until Monday, have a great weekend.